Welcome. You're listening to Shepherds of Grace. This is a monthly recording from the Elders of Grace Bible Church, which covers various topics related to Scripture, the Christian life, culture, the family, ethics, and more. It is designed to supplement the shepherding ministry of Grace Bible Church by exposing the church to the teaching and counsel of all our elders who each have different insights, giftedness, and passions within the body of Christ. Please enjoy. devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers, and awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through, through the apostles. And all who believed were together in all and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day, those who were being saved. Many of you will probably recognize this passage from Acts as being from the early days of Christianity and the explosive growth of the church after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles and all who believed their message of salvation through the risen Lord Jesus, the Christ, There was an incredible sense of awe and oneness or fellowship among the early believers, which even produced a greater attraction to the gospel message, drawing even more people. Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It would be great if that were the end of the story, a happy ending, Jesus is the Christ, he is risen, and through him there is salvation from the wrath of God to come, and he's returning soon. But those days, those great days of unity and fellowship were also followed by great persecution of the church, because it was so disrupted to those in power, and they were losing followers and therefore control. The Jewish scribes and the Pharisees, who thought they had rid themselves of the one whom they feared the whole nation would follow, now realized day by day they were losing even more and more followers to the risen Christ, and they were now losing them to the apostles who followed Jesus and were themselves performing the many signs and wonders as evidence of the validity of their gospel message. We see in Acts 8, after the stoning of Stephen, there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem, 
and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria. To this day, persecution persists among believers throughout the world, and even now we're seeing signs of some of coming persecutions even here. But the words of Paul from a prison cell gives a vivid picture using the armor of a Roman soldier who was likely guarding him to charge us and encourage us to prepare for battle, taking up the whole armor of God. In Ephesians 6, 10 through 20, we see that we're to put on the whole armor of God, saying, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against the flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, even the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand firm, stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me in the opening of my mouth, boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. This charge and encouragement is to continue until the day the Lord returns. I want to take a few minutes to talk to you about the importance of fellowship and helping one another with taking up the full armor of God until the day the Lord returns, especially in the context of care groups here at Grace Bible Church. When we read about the early church in Acts 2, 42-47, we see a picture of small communities of people who followed Jesus together. It gives us a great picture of the component of a biblical community, which included meeting in both the temple courts and house to house. These believers engaged in life together through teaching, fellowship, communion, prayer, miracles, radical generosity, and corporate worship. 
They spent time together, eating, learning, celebrating, proclaiming the good news, and supporting each other. In addition, the 50 plus one another verses in the New Testament flesh out other aspects of this community. For example, it was a place where people loved, forgave, served, bore burdens, encouraged, exhorted, prayed, equipped, spoke truth in love, confessed sin, and treated each other as precious members of one body. God never intended for us to live the Christian life alone. How can we apply these one another references unless we are in intentional, close relationship with one another. We can't. God calls us to love one another, not in an abstract or superficial way, but in a deep, face-to-face, life-on-life, transformative way, which is difficult and at times even messy. Corporate gatherings are where we can all interact together, sing praises, hear teaching from God's words, pray together in a larger family setting. But the setting isn't always conducive to spending quality time with one another due to time constraints and congregation size. Personal growth and relationship also do not happen in isolation. And isolation, especially in these recent days with the COVID pandemic, is so common with the aid of social media, streaming, and and other technologies. While there can be a sense of connectiveness with technology, it is almost always shallow in nature. There's just no substitute for real-time interactive relationship that can come only through one-on-one, face-to-face encounters where even quiet moments are shared as opposed to getting up after a short text session and going about with something else until the next text or posting arrives. It is in the small groups where people can get close enough to know each other, to care and to share, to challenge and support, to confide and confess, to forgive and be forgiven, to laugh and to weep together, to be accountable to each other, to watch over each other and to grow together. When we take the time and the risk of being authentic with a small group of people, we can experience God's grace and love coming through others, which leads to freedom and transformation. When we see others step out in faith, it encourages us to do the same. When we see others stand firm against overwhelming adversity. It helps us to do the same. 
When we pray, it helps others to pray. When we take up the shield of faith, others are encouraged to do the same. We together help each other to take up the whole armor of God. We see and are encouraged by those things when we interact with one another. If you're not currently in a care group, let me encourage you to prayerfully consider joining one. If you're not sure how, come talk to one of the elders who can steer you to an existing group or even to form a new group. Until then, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day coming near. Thank you for listening to this episode of Shepherds of Grace. We'll see you next time.